It's Tag and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, Tag has a seven-year-old, and I'm surprised he's not hit up you for a trampoline yet. Um, he's he's mentioned it. Um, uh, we we got him one of those little ones, you know. They're not like little exercise. What, what bull crap is that? I remember <laughs> yeah. the kid that would, uh, when I was little, would ask for the trampoline, and they would get one of the little bitty exercise trampolines. Don't mm. even bother with that. What is that a joke? I don't know. Uh, you know, I had a trampoline growing up. So did I. And I find them to be a little bit dangerous. At this age, you do. Back then, you didn't. No, because I wanted to jump on the trampoline. Um, but now when I drive past houses here in Tulsa, I can see them in people's backyards and things. Now they got all this net, you know, thing going on. Uh, we didn't have all that growing up. If mm-hmm. you fell off that thing, you just had to live with it. You're just going to be, now they have, yeah, not only the net, they have the pad for the springs. Mm-hmm. You used to, you know what prevented you from falling through the springs? Your testicles. <laughs> now they've got a, a pad. Yeah. Where was that pad when I was little? Yeah. <laughs> Not only did you fall onto the spring, then your testicles were then pinched by the spring. Yes. So it was impact and pinch. Yes. And uh, you risked falling off all the time. Um, You know, so I guess they're safer now. I guess I could get them a trampoline, you know, as a big present for a birthday or, you know, maybe Christmas or something. But then I've got the tiniest yard. And that thing would be like 90% of my yard. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do anything. You should get out there and try to jump on it. Well, you know what? You love sleeping outside on your hammock. I do. What if you could sleep outside in this uh, That's on not your trampoline? A, I used to do that when I was a boy. It's not a, it's not a bad idea, but you said a trampoline led to one of the greatest moments of your entire life. Maybe the history of the world. Uh, I was out there jumping on the trampoline, and my cousin Mikey was out there, and my cousin Mikey went to do like a flip or something, and he kind of stumbled <laughs> off a little bit and fell onto the ground and knocked his breath out of him. He couldn't breathe. He's like... We've all felt that. And then he stood up after that, and he done landed in dog mess. And boy, I mean, I still, look, I still look back on it with such fond memories. Like if, if I ever, like something happens to me, my life passes before my eyes, it's just really going to be just Mikey landing in that doo-doo. Out of breath with poop on him. <laughs> yeah, man. Here's a uh, fact of life around Tulsa. If you take a kid to Gathering Place, you're just going to lose that kid for a little while. Oh, it's true. It's 98.5 The Bull um, because Gathering Place, great place, but they have these towers there. And when the kids get in these towers and start climbing up, you can't exactly see where they are. And then there's about 40 bridges going to other towers. And then you just lose track of your kids. And you have that little moment of, okay, and I'll be calm. And then after a minute, it gets more stressful. And after a minute and a half, it gets even more stressful. And then you start to have like a little miniature heart attack. Like, where's my child? There's another scary place to lose your child, I found out. Where's that? Uh, Yesterday, I went to uh, Paradise Beach Water Park. Great place. Had a fun time over there. But there's so much to do that you could ease. And I'm taking care of uh, my son and one of his buddies. So I got two, you know, now <laughs> I'm watching. And they're seven. And so, you know, they're pretty well behaved. But also, they can't not run somewhere. Even though it's like, do not run anywhere. You remember being a kid and something exciting. And you wanted to get to the diving board. It was hard not to run towards that diving board. And so I'm like, like I must have said it a hundred times. Like, guys, don't run. Guys, don't run. But it only takes about three or four seconds. And that's a scary place to lose a kid because you're like, did they get in the pool? Did they go to the slide over here? So that's another place in Tulsa. <laughs> It'll give you a heart attack once you just lose sight of your kids for just a moment. How long were they lost? In my head, probably like five minutes. In real life, probably 90 seconds. Oh, man. Um, I, I hadn't told you, but I guess I should admit now that I Uh-oh. also lost your son <laughs> the other day in Trader Joe's Yeah, for a minute. <laughs> You're going to lose your kids. Uh, by the way, what, he's uh, 
only seven. He feels right at home at Trader Joe's. I don't know what's going on with that. With that, I, I was scared of a Trader Joe's until up until two or three years ago. But this guy's right at home. You're scared of Trader Joe's. Well, I find him. We, he had slipped away oh, or whatever. Oh, I see. He wasn't scared that he got lost. Oh, he's right at home. Oh, he didn't. I care. finally found him. And he then got in a shopping basket, was carrying it around, getting things. I guess his mom's birthday was last week. He was shopping for his mom's birthday. Oh, that's and uh, sweet. I'm, of course, terrified that he's gone. Mm-hmm. I grew up with that uh, Adam Walsh went missing. And, boy, that scared anybody from our generation. Scared us terribly, yeah. right? Yeah, you think somebody's going to grab him. Right. So these kids have no idea who Adam Walsh is or anything like that. So they, they he's just going about his day. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but watch out, man. That's two places that... So don't feel bad. You're just gonna lose your kids for a few, a few seconds, maybe a minute or so. That mean you're a bad parent, I think. It's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. Thomas Red tickets are free at 7:40. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Good morning to you, Daniel. You know, Tiger. Sometimes I say I'm right on the edge of dumb, which leads me to be happy because I don't like think about important things all the time. You don't think about wars and I don't, news. No, and I don't fool with that. No. <laughs> Don't worry about the future. Yeah. Stuff you live like in the that. moment. Whatever. Uh, anyway, but also sometimes I'm, din- I'm damn near brilliant. Mm. For example, I was thinking about you the other day, how you're unable to sleep a lot of times. You have a very hard time falling asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, sometimes when you hear a sound, it makes you do things like Paltrow's dog. Pavlov's dog. Yeah. Guy rings a bell and the dog the dog to was- associate the bell with food. So and then salivate. Yeah. When do you feel like you get the best sleep of your life? Um, I guess when I'm on vacation and I'm kind of out of the stresses of everyday life. Wrong. Oh. When can you fall asleep the quickest in your whole life? I don't know the answer. It's in the morning right after you hit that snooze button. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like if we could somehow be hypnotized to where in the mornings, you know, how you don't want to get out of bed, but at night it, you can't stand the thought of getting in bed if you could flip that. Anyway, so the snooze alarm. Mm-hmm. What if you start playing that at night before you go to bed? <laughs> you mean set your alarm so you fall asleep? Right. Just like Paltrow's dog. Pavlov. You could hit that, and mm-hmm. that's going to make you fall asleep probably within seconds. Isn't it weird, though? It's a good point because at night, it's hard for a lot of people to go to sleep. But when it's time to wake up, we could sleep for two more hours if you let us. Right. You know, isn't it weird? Mm-hmm. Why is that? I feel like you would get the best sleep of your life if you started snoozing about 8.30 at night mm-hmm. and every eight minutes had to hit that alarm until you had to get up in the morning. <laughs> Throughout the night, just keep hitting snooze. You hit snooze about a thousand times, but best sleep, you'll fall asleep the quickest. I mean, it is weird that as soon as my alarm goes off, all I want to do is sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a that's crazy. You know, Maybe and, you it's, are and it's not just you, Ty. It's everybody's having a, a hard time with sleeping. Remember one time we did a thing where we said, "Hey, how much sleep did you get last night?" Call us up and tell us. Everybody called in and said, "What four, three to four, five, six was about the most yeah, anybody got." Six was a luxury. It seemed like. How is the world not falling apart if nobody gets any sleep? Well, I don't know if you've seen the world lately. Maybe it's because we're not getting any sleep. They need to get that Kim Jong-un to bed earlier. Well, I had suggested that Ty get one of those doctors like Michael Jackson to give him that profanol every night. It worked out pretty good for Michael Jackson. How's he doing? It didn't kill him or anything. Oh, he's good still. Okay, good. (laughs) I haven't seen him lately. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 
Thomas Rhett, tickets are free at 740 with our bullfight on 98.5 The Bull. I am Tig, and good morning, Daniel. Did you see that uh, the latest now in the Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg cage match? They're supposed to fight each other, two billionaires. They had talked about it, and, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg wears... Wear some weird vest now. Like, he's really into, like, fitness now, is he not? Yeah, he's he's got, like, a Ph.D. in some kind of fighting arts. I don't know what it is. He does it all the time. Anyway, very two strange things. But then uh, Elon Musk is now considering a noble debate with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, I think, what, it was a couple of weeks ago, he's like, hey, before this fight, I might have to get an MRI and some back surgery. But now he's... That's not uh, how you prepare for a fight, by the way. I don't know if you ever saw that uh, documentary, Rocky. Mm-hmm. This guy just ran up and down steps and punched pigs and a raw cooler. Eggs and things, yeah. yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't go get an MRI and then surgery. I think once you get surgery on your back, you're probably out of the old octagon. Do you think that uh, Elon Musk is like chickening out now that he just wants it to be a debate? I think the whole thing was just a big ruse to begin with, and these guys are super rich and they think, oh, we'll get these. We'll just mess with the American yeah. people, and that's our little hobby now. But I guess fighting, uh, I had made the point the other day about how I, the politics are so crazy. I was like, man, things are crazier than they've ever been thanks to Facebook and stuff like that. And then I realized, no, 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 it's probably a lot better. Um, because you remember that musical Hamilton is about, what's that guy's name? Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> spoiler alert, he There's died because he was shot by Aaron Burr yeah, in a duel. Duels back then. So back in the, then with politics was going on, they didn't get on Facebook and argue and fight and say fake news and things like that. They uh, killed each other. <laughs> and so <laughs> Just, it really, it th- things are a lot better. They used to say, oh, I disagree with you, sir. Why don't we have a duel? And then the other guy was like, Rest, let's be reasonable. Knives or guns? <laughs> I'll give you a choice. Everybody calm down here. Let's think for a second. Okay, swords or guns? Could you imagine that? I wouldn't. I'd be a coward. I'd have to flee. There would be no politicians. Not going to get in a gunfight. That's why you didn't have people debating about politicians' ages back in the day because they... They all got killed? You you disagreed with somebody. You got into a a circle and... Shot them. Walked 10 steps and turned around and literally tried to shoot each other. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is a little bit... Eh, We're not as bad off as we thought, I guess. Yeah, it's like paradise compared to how it used to be. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. John Party. Just to feel your 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. So, Tig, you are a big uh, space nerd. Did you see that they did the uh, first flight of that Virgin Galactic? Did they? They did a tourism mission after decades of promise, so much so that this guy bought his ticket for $250,000. When do you think he purchased the ticket? Um, probably 09 or something. Mm-mm. 2005. 2005. Oh, 05. 2005. And then a mom and daughter also won in a contest, and they took a 90-minute trip into space. That's a lot of money to pay for a trip to space. And that was how much it cost in 2005. Now it's like $450,000. Is it? Mm-hmm. See, I thought the prices were going to go down because, it, like, if you take the airline industry, do you remember, you'll see pictures of people on planes back in the 30s, and they all dressed up, and they all had steaks and stuff, and, and it was very expensive to air travel, but as uh, they got more economical about it, now you can fly from here to New York City for $300. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that maybe space was going to go that way, where eventually when you're you're a few years from 70, and <laughs> when 
I get to be 70, I thought maybe it would cost a few thousand dollars. I mean, not cheap, but you want to go to space and maybe you could do it for $5,000. Well, maybe flights will go down, uh, I think, 90 minutes. is That's insane that you would spend that much. And uh, here's the true litmus test. You would go up to space, right? I would, yeah. Right now, you'd go up in space. Mm-hmm. Would you take your little son with you? No. Nope. And that's the true litmus test to me because this mother and daughter won this these tickets and went through with it. And especially after that submarine um, blew up or whatever thing in the news, I would think a lot of people would be reluctant to um, go up there and do that. Well, yeah, with I their play- kids, like, yeah, maybe you would do it, but not with I'm your. I'm not kid. bringing my son. No, Mm-mm. that would be his decision when he's an adult. But um, because I plan to go in space, I'm basically an astronaut right now. And I want you to start referring to me as an astronaut. Well, uh, well no, you haven't done it yet. But I plan to. Therefore, I am an astronaut. You haven't put any money down. As much as you hate <laughs> to spend money, do you think that you're going to put down no, but I, two or $300,000 to go to space no, for 90 I, minutes? I've gotten on and joined those ones where you could win a ticket and put in my name and stuff. I guess I was not selected. but Tag's like a vampire. If he touches his wallet, it's like Dracula touching a crucifix. It burns his fingers. He hates to spend money. He's acting like he's going to go to space one day. It's 98.5 The Bull. Time now for Thomas Red Tickets uh, free. Brought to you by Optimum Complete. The bull fight is in full session, Daniel. Who do we have? Today we have Ambria, who is a nurse taking on Dan, who works in telecommunications. Ambria, um, you're a nurse. I'm sure you could use a night out. I always talk about nurses. Back in the day, all the nurses wore these scrubs that were, like, oversized and had hot dogs on them. And now you guys wear a more comfortable scrub. Is that true, or do you still wear the ones with hot dogs? Never, never the hot dog scrubs, ever. I didn't know if you had maybe some on laundry day. You know, you ran out of laundry. You're like, well, better put these hot dog scrubs on. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, Ambria, the nurse taking on Dan, works at telecommunications. Dan, do you also wear scrubs? No. No? What do you wear to work? Uh, shorts and a T-shirt. All right. Like well, that. there you Good go. Gig, Professional man. guy, yeah. <laughs> He's like me. You work from home then? Yes. All right, Dan, you sound like a real barrel of monkeys. Let's get to it. This is U.S. history. All of these are going to be fairly easy. It is a Friday, and let's let's keep it easy, guys. Here we go. We'll start with Ambria. Who was the first president of the United States? Uh, George Washington. George Washington is a correct. Uh, Dan, from what country did the United States gain its independence? Yowza. Help him out, Tug. Uh, Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain. Ambria. From what, uh, excuse me, what country attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941, a day which will live in infamy? Oh. Um. uh, It's China. I don't know. China. No, it was uh, Japan. I had high hopes for this game, Doug. Dan, where where did Neil Armstrong walk in 1969 that no other person had ever set foot on before? The moon. The moon is correct. It's all tied up now. Yes, we are tied up two to two. Ambria, what did the Wright brothers invent? Uh, The airplane. The airplane is correct. Dan. 
what caused the death of 58,318 American soldiers in the 1960s and 1970s? Vietnam War. The Vietnam War is correct. We are still tied up. Two questions to go. Ambria, who was known as Honest Abe? Abraham Lincoln. That is correct. Dan, in what war did Ulysses... Ulysses Grant, am I saying that right, Tyke? I think somewhere in there. Fight yeah. against Robert E. Lee. I don't know. That would be the Civil War. And with that, Ambria takes the lead. If you can hold on to it here during the final question. Ambria, what holiday did the Pilgrims and their Native American neighbors celebrate in the autumn of 1621? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is correct. And with that, no path forward for Dan to win. But now, Ambria, you've got a choice to make. You can hold on to these Thomas Rhett tickets. Go see them at the Paycom Center on the 17th. Or you could give them to Dan. Dan, why should Ambria give you the tickets? She shouldn't. Fair like enough. She won fair and square, so that's good with him. Well, Dan, I appreciate you calling and listening. I hope you have a great weekend, brother. Take care. Bye. Right. See you now. And look at you go, Ambria. You're going to be going to see Thomas Rhett. How just, about that? Just out of curiosity, Ambria, were you going to give Dan the tickets? I know he made an eloquent speech uh, asking for them. Well, I mean, I I like to um, be nice to everybody, but I also enjoy a good concert, and I have not seen him at a concert, and I really want to go. All right. Well, break out your best hot dog scrubs, and uh, you are going to go to the show. <laughs> Ambria, I appreciate it. And hope you have a good weekend as well. Hang on the line here. In the meantime, it's Luke Combs with Tiger Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Remember a couple weeks ago, Daniel, I had not one flat tire. I had two flat tires at the same time. And um, I I came into work. I made it almost on the rims. I mean, it got down to like four PSI or something. I mean, I barely got to work. But, uh, you know, I want to entertain America, so that wasn't going to stop me. But during the show, I called a guy who came over, and he fixed my tires for me. And he, I, I said, yeah, two are flat. I don't have two spare tires, so I need a guy to come over. And he says, okay, so you got two flat tires on the same side of your car. I go, no, they're both in the back. And he goes, that's weird, man. Somebody's messing with you. And I go, what? Because I guess, you know, he's an expert at this stuff. He says, usually when there's two flat tires, it's on the same side. But he said, your front tires aren't flat. And so whatever you ran over didn't flatten those, but your back tires are flat. He thought it was weird. That's what the tire expert said. Interesting, yeah. Guess what? Today, coming to work, dee! This little alarm goes off. Back to tires, running out of air again. Now, it wasn't as critical, or it wasn't as vicious as the first time. Do you think somebody's messing with me? Did you have the tire replaced, or did you have it patched? Patched. That's what a patch will do for you. what What are the chances the patch would bust at the same day? Like I could see Both one, patches busted at the same day? Both of my back tires are showing low air pressure again. But not flat. Not flat, but it's it's real low, like 40% lower 40%. overnight. Now perhaps somebody's letting some air out of your tire. Well, why would they do that? Letting air out. The last time the guy had to patch it because it was it's probably your little son it. out there. Oh, yeah. You think my son is When I was a little kid, I did stuff like that. Not, not to be <laughs> malicious, but just playing around, you know? But that's not, that doesn't explain why there was. He had to pull like nails out of the tire. That's not. That's a. 
That's not just walking up to the little nozzle and letting air out. What do you think's going on? Are you coming over there? No. Anyway, it's so, a little well, freaky, hold, don't you think? Let me think for a second. I'm like Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So there's 40% less air in both tires. Mm-hmm. They both started going down on my way to work today. And I could see it ticking down, too. Like 33. Have, have you checked them? 32. Have you checked them lately? I'm going to go out there in a second look. But anyway, I need you to figure out what's going on. I will. I'm a detective. Okay. <laughs> so far, you had not come up with anything. Well, let me get my magnifying glass and my whatever Sherlock Holmes wore, that pipe <laughs> he smoked. Yeah. Get a monocle, something. Something to make it look smart so you can figure this That's out. That's what right. I didn't get about you is if your tires were low, why didn't you, A, call me to come get you that morning? That So you just wrote, drove here to work and then had to have a guy come over here with a yeah, well, air compressor on the back of his truck to change your tire for When you. I left work, I was halfway here, and then, boom, the tires started going crazy. Is this a, just a thing where you're not wanting to spend money and you have your tires are past their thing? No, not at all. They're, they're decent tires, but I don't want to spend money on new tires if the guy can patch it for $20. Did you put that thing in the penny? Yeah, if you I did can see that. Abraham yeah, Lincoln's tummy or whatever, it's <laughs> bad. Did you do that? Yeah, I did all that. Everything's good, man. I just think somebody's after me. Everything's good except they're, it's completely losing air and catastrophic <laughs> failure. But other than that, everything's good. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. How about not losing air? How about losing weight, Daniel? That could be why you're losing air in your tire. You're too big. You need to go to Red Mountain Weight Loss where oh. you can lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days. You can. With Red Mountain Weight Loss, it's hard to lose weight. I don't know what it was when I turned in my 30s. Uh, I was just like, what is going on here? And I didn't change any habits, really. I'd always been a skinny guy, and I still ate what I wanted. But when I became 30, uh, it, it wasn't the same. I know exactly what happened. Your metabolism slowed down. Slowed down. That's right. And you had and- virtually zero testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Red Mountain Weight Loss, at least they've got metabolism boosters that can help you lose weight. How about that? Yes, please. And all you got to do is call them, and a doctor's going to call you at your house. And then if you need the medication, they're going to mail it to you. So you never leave your house, and you could be on your way to losing up to 20 pounds in 30 days. Less less flat tires that way. There you go. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. On uh, Tulsa's Reddit page, which is like a bulletin board for Tulsa, it's 98.5 The Bull. Someone says, can you have a goat within the Tulsa city limits? Daniel, do you believe that you can own a goat as a pet in the Tulsa city limits. It's kind of cheating. I saw this post, but yes, I think you... Wait a minute. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm thinking. Somebody... I read two different things. Okay. I think you cannot have one in the limits. Well, then you would be... Correct. Now, um, you had a goat when you were growing up, and I want to get to that, but... Uh, this guy, he said, could I have a goat in my yard in the Tulsa city limits? Uh, somebody who obviously knows the city pretty well says, uh, you can have one goat and six chickens. You can have one goat and six chickens within the city limit. However, they changed the rule. He went back and researched more. They changed the rule in 2021. Now you cannot have a goat in Tulsa, but you, st- you can still have those chickens if you'd like. Your neighbors would love it if you got a bunch of chickens. I think I'd prefer the goat over the chicken. I don't know if you've ever met a rooster before, but they won't shut the H up in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah, they do that. They start that cockadoodle do thing. They, yeah, it's all sound. You know, they call it cockadoodle do like a sweet name. What it is is this thing getting up screaming. You ever heard a rooster? It's of not course, like, I've heard it's a rooster. Cockadoodle do. It's like rah, ah, ah, ah. I don't know what. What is he? What do they scream <laughs> for? What do they do that for? I don't know. Is it because they're trying to, like, meet a lady? I don't, I don't that know. That early in the morning? Well, I don't know their schedules. Hmm. But uh, anyway, so you cannot have a goat. And then people also said, if you could get a goat, don't just get one. 
get two because goats, I guess they get extremely lonely. That would break my heart if I only saw one goat because you, you actually, when you were growing up, had one goat, and this goat was a, a super sad goat. I was in high school, and I got this goat, and somebody said, man, goats are pack animals. They cannot stand to be alone. I'm like, yeah, right. All they care about is eating garbage. I got this goat, took it out and tied it up one day, and then started to go home or go back to school or something like that. And as I walked away, the goat would go, bye. The further away I got, the louder the goats pleased that I would come back. So I walked a little bit longer and go, bye. And by the time I finally got home, this thing was like, bye. Just, oh, and I, super I mean, listen, sad, man. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. So if you get one goat, you should get two. Yes. So they can at least be or around each other. a dog or something to hang something. out with. Do not get a goat and just have just one. It's too terrible for it. It's should sad. I, should I get chickens? For what? It says I can have six chickens in Tulsa. But what would you do with them? I don't know. Look at them. Do you know how many eggs Go meet them and six things? chickens would have? <laughs> how many? My sister has chickens, and they have a multitude. How many eggs do they lay? How quickly is it? What do you mean, how quickly is it? Like, if you get a chicken, do they lay it every day? Every or? day there's eggs out there. Really? If you got six chickens, you're going to have about ten eggs every day, I think. <laughs> okay. You'd be begging people to take start, these eggs. Start a little. <laughs> I found my next colleague, Daniel. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. With that sweet money I make, I go down to Snow's Furniture, get the lowest prices in town, stretch that egg dollar. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, Barry says, listen, I got the lowest prices in town at Snow's Furniture, guaranteed. So really no reason to shop around. Just drive straight to Snow's Furniture. It's a show. It's not a showroom. It's uh, They have all these stuff in-house. Yes, yeah, so it's not like you order a bed and then they go, well, we'll get it to you within three months. Uh-huh. It's got to come on a container ship. Uh, you can take that bet home today. They can also deliver it with their big old truck. And when they when you're ready to roll with the guaranteed lowest price in town, they got 0% interest. And, you know, the other thing is I don't like my money going to rich people in Los Angeles and New York, mm-hmm. you know. I like to stay right, right here. here. This is uh, locally owned since 1978, Snow's Furniture. Hometown store, online, in town, and on Facebook, Snow's Furniture. It's kind of electricity in the air in Tulsa today is uh, one of our own... From Uluga, Zach Bryan is doing a show tonight at BOK and then uh, tomorrow night at the BOK. And um, welcome into Did You See here on 98.5 The Bull, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. His dad's actually coming in here next hour. Mm-hmm. Zach Bryan's dad. dad. and his mom's out there walking around. I just got, just got him coffee, Todd. That's good. <laughs> you did. Look at you go. Would you like to touch my hands? No. Okay. Um, but uh, everybody's excited. News on 6 is even getting in on this. It's hard to miss the signs and posters promoting the upcoming concerts for one of Uluga's own as you pass through town. Zach Bryan is taking the country music world by storm, and this weekend, his tour comes home. I've witnessed some of those boys start playing music, and, and, and now I get to see where they're at now, and it's just cool. Like, I couldn't be more proud. All of us, the whole town feels this way. Alina Harker manages the Iron Horse Saloon. She's also a New Lagar graduate and says she went to school with some of the members of Brian's band. Harker is going to one of the shows and is proud of the hometown guys making a name for themselves. We've always had Will Rogers, you know, that we're his hometown. But other than that, I mean, Zach's really... The next big thing. The excitement isn't even close to stopping in Ulagov. Outside the venue in downtown Tulsa, signs are up and streets have been renamed after some of Zach Bryan's most popular songs. Yeah, I'm looking at the street signs. They've changed the street signs to Oklahoma Smoke Show Road and things like that. That's great, except a lot of tourists are coming to town for this. 
and uh, they're probably looking for their hotel and they can't find because the street, you know, the street change names. So, I don't know. I think they'll be all right. If it's that easy to get a street changed, uh, we need to get something named after us. Yeah. Or maybe a dumpster or a utility Mass. pole. See, that's that's your problem, small thinking. Mm-hmm. I want a street, and you're like, maybe a dumpster, maybe a toilet. What no. about Tiger Daniels BOK Center? Now, now see, that's the kind of <laughs> attitude I like, Tug. Okay. <laughs> Did you see this? Oh, gosh. Uh, I can't imagine what these parents or these kids are going through. Kentucky's largest school system. Got about 96,000 students. They had to cancel school after the first day because the bus system so messed up that kids were getting home at close to 10 o'clock at night. Goodness. We're talking driver shortages. We're talking about new routes. Caused the failure of their busing process. Here's the superintendent explaining the collapse of their bus system. First and foremost, I want to take this opportunity to apologize for last night. Drivers, it's not on the school. It's on me and my team, and we are going to fix this. We are going to take the next four days to make sure we work extremely hard to fix the errors that are in our transportation system right now. But I have to make sure our kids are safe, and we will not have a repeat of what happened, and we will not be in school until I know we can get kids home safely. I like that. That guy's name is uh, Marty. Looks like polio, something like that. He's like, hey, buck stops with me. This is my fault, and I'm going to take care of it. Yeah, he didn't blame it on any bus drivers or anything like like that. that? I do, man. I wish more politicians did that. Because, you know, we can – here's what I think about people. We can accept that you're human and make mistakes. What I can't stand is when you lie to us. Mm -hmm. That that drives me crazy. And that guy just goes, you know what? I blew it. It's my fault. I'm going to fix it. Uh, Did you see this – Burger King employee rejects a promotion, says the job was supposed to be a stepping stone. This Burger King employee took to TikTok to explain to the world why she doesn't want a promotion and doesn't want to become manager. It's got over uh, one and a half million views on it. Why does damn manager go talk to the GM about making me a manager? No! I got to get up out of here. Job was supposed to be a stepping stone. I don't want to be a manager. I need to stop working so hard. I'll tell you one thing. They want me to be a manager until I show up to my shift with a belt with these for these kids. I ain't got time. What What was that all about? She doesn't <laughs> want to be a manager. She said uh, she, they don't want her to be a manager because she would show up with a belt and spank the, the younger employees. Oh, I see. <laughs> the ones that were acting up at the fry grill. <laughs> okay. Fry, uh, was, why do you was, sound like an alien trying to relate to I've human beings? That they show up at the fry grill. <laughs> You didn't know. understand anything that lady said? Not really. She's I saying, she uh, didn't no. want a promotion because she would hit the employees? She said, y'all don't want me to be a manager. This is a stepping stone. If I were uh, the manager here, I would show up with my belt for these young people I see. that work there at the uh, at the place. I had a nice story. I can't find the clip now, but the, the Savannah Bananas, there was a kid, and that was his make-a-wish was to be a part of the Savannah Bananas for a night. They made it happen for him. Did you, you guys went and tried to watch that just out even from the parking lot? Yes, That's we could That's how big the tickets. Savannah Bananas are? Yeah, so we watched it from the fence the best we could. Um, I mean, it was sold out. You couldn't get tickets, and they really got something special going on. Everywhere they go, people go nuts for the, they're the ones that play baseball, but they do it on stilts and things, and they, you know, do, I don't know what they do, cartwheels during the games. They do dances. I've seen a few clips of those on, um, on TikTok. Well, they got something oh, figured out, is. man. Here's Savannah Banana teammate Noah Bridges talking about the young man, Mark 
finger quotes, Swaggy Lane, who got his own jersey and a chance to join the team during a game. We just see ourselves as normal dudes who just really care for our fans and for the game of baseball. But when you get to step out to an opportunity like this, it, it means the world and it really gives you a good perspective on like how much this game and like what we do means for kids and gives them inspiration. It means it's hard to put wrap your head around it, but it's really awesome. Yeah, awesome guys. This seems like a great organization. They're on fire right now. Yes, and they help out the community. And uh, boy, when they come to town, people pay attention. Daniel, a little later in the show, you know, we're having on the show. Yes, we're having uh, Zach Bryant's parents are, are here today. I don't know if the if his mom will be talking with us or not, but I know Dwayne will be in here. His dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, got a, be a big, big show night. tonight. Big Must night. Be very exciting for that family. Must Do you be think they're proud. nervous? Yeah, I would be. To meet, no, to meet Tyke and Daniel. Oh, no, I don't think they care. I don't think they give a rat's A about that part of it. I think they're nervous about their son tonight. It's a big show, right? Well, he's done a million shows. You, do... you only get to be on Tyke and Daniel like once. I see. All right, so he's uh, he's coming up a little bit later. Right here with Tyke and Daniel. Daniel, you remember, um, and anybody from Tulsa knows this, Brothers Hooligan, and uh, right down the street from me, uh, they, they tore down our Brothers Hooligan, which I loved going there. Uh, I know there's two. There's still one left. But I love going there because I could walk to it with my family and the neighbors were there and it, we got to know the employees and things. And they were so sweet to my kid. He'd ride his bike up there and they'd, they put it in a special place so nobody would steal it. And then they tore down Brothers Hooligan over there on 15th. Mm -hmm. And then the speculation starts. Hmm, wonder why they tore it down. What's going to go in there? Is it going to be like a cool bar? Is it going to be like a nice restaurant? You know, what, what could it be? And uh, the other day, I, I go over there, and I go, oh, look, there's something new there. Guess what it was? An ice machine in the parking lot. <laughs> this is good news for you. Y'all well, you you were terrified it was going to be a dispensary or something like that. You Wait, guys were uh, really I think scared. I'd take a dispensary over one of those ice machines. It's a vending machine in the parking lot. Well, they won't have that forever. Well, what do you mean they won't have it forever? They built a foundation for it. So, yeah, I would agree with you if they just stuck it down there and just let it sit and plugged it in. They built like a permanent foundation for this ice machine. I promise you that really sought-after land on 15th Street is not going to be an ice machine forever. And right across the street, there's ice at Reesers. Mm -hmm. And to the and fresh water. And to the right of it is a uh, quick trip. Yeah. So there's <laughs> plenty of places to get ice around here. I'm not sure what they were thinking. Yeah, I don't. That's exactly my point. Like, you, you, what what is that? Listen, you're going to one day be like. I sure do miss that ice machine because there ain't no telling what they're going to put up there. You think one day I'll get hungry and I'll be like, man, if I could just have some ice and I'll miss no, that No, I'm machine. just saying it could be something like a dispensary or no. something like that. <laughs> they, they tore it, that's the answer right now. They tore down Brothers Hooligan for... I hope for, they put a really small prison there. A what? Really small prison. <laughs> you guys would be up in arms over there. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Look at that from Zach Bryan's son to me, and uh, he is going to be at the BOK tonight and tomorrow night, a huge weekend. You can kind of feel the electricity here in Tulsa. And, Daniel, we have some VIPs here, don't we? We do. Uh, actually, the host of the block party. Yeah. Zach Bryan's dad's here. Stepmom's here. And uh, are you getting nervous about this, Mr. Bryan? The interview with you guys? Yes, sir. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not <laughs> nervous about this. He's nervous about stage this afternoon because we got the Oklahoma Smoke Show happening starting at 4 o'clock. This is a free show for anybody that wants to come. Uh, it's before Zach plays tonight. And you come by. Don't worry about eating. Don't worry about drinking. They got it all there. And you're going to be emceeing. Zach Bryan's dad will be emceeing Oklahoma Smoke Show this afternoon, 4 o'clock free. Yes, sir. He's going to introduce some new artists to us. Uh, Ty and I, we will be up there with you in support. Uh, I think it's going to be such a big weekend in Tulsa. It doesn't matter what you say when you get up there. Everybody's going to love you. Everybody's been looking forward to this forever. 
And uh, as crazy as this world is, this kind of weekend is the kind of weekend that brings everybody together. It gives people a little time to relax and have a great time. And I think whatever you see, you can say anything you want to up there, and everybody's just going to cheer. I'm going to be up there with you. They're going to be like, look at that, huge Daniel Baker, huge star. (laughs) Who's that old lady tied with him? Hey, that's probably what will happen, actually. So uh, this is all this afternoon. Do you get nervous for... um Zach, I mean, how are you feeling right now? He's sold out the BOK. It's going to be tonight and tomorrow. How does it feel to see your boy doing this stuff? It feels wonderful. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of followed in your footsteps. Uh, you were in the uh, military, then he went into the military. He said he would have stayed in the military as long as he could, except then the singing thing pops up, and you got to kind of go with that, I think, right? Yes, sir. Uh, good kid. And um, and I can't wait to see him tonight. Daniel, you're going to go to the show tonight. I'll be there. Will you be able to go wake up Daniel at his house tomorrow? Because I think he's gonna, probably going to be sleeping in pretty late. I'm going to wake him up for the block party and the after party. <laughs> yeah. yeah the- uh, don't forget, Tug, there's the after party as well, which mm. that's a young man's game for me, but it's such a big weekend. I think I'm going to have to uh, have to pull it together and go to the, where the after party is going to be at. Are you also hosting those? Yeah, but wasn't even five minutes ago, you were asking me to carry you in. Yeah, I want you to carry me in like a baby because I'm yeah. going to be about out of it, I yeah. think. Yeah, as long as you wear a diaper, I well, got you. Whoa, don't wear a diaper. <laughs> let's, take it, hey, let's take it easy now, buddy. I ask you if you would uh, maybe get a papoose that you would carry me in. I'm just a little guy. How tall are you? About seven foot eight? Yes. Uh, I, I won't be able to see the show. Daniel's concerned you're going to have too much fun at the show and that you'll need transportation afterwards and you want him to carry you? Yes, please. I see. Okay. That's not too much to ask, I don't think. You asked where it was at. We've uh, we, the Inner Circle Vodka Bar, mm-hmm. and they're not just vodka. They have graciously agreed to host this um, and um, Hunt Club and the new um, Cabin Boys Brew Pub across from Hunt Club. We are going to ask folks for a, you know, a $10 cover. The bar is going to ask for a $10 cover, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a wristband for, pe- for people that are there starting about 10 p.m. That's a soft 10 p.m. You know, the show we all know won't be over till a little bit later. But, yeah, um, that's where we're going to host the uh, – there's nothing official about it if I'm doing it, but that's where I'm going to be for an after party after the shows. All right, and uh, Cabin Boys, all ages, and they have food over there. You need yes, to sir. Keep that in mind. So if you're, you know, a young person like 17, 18, and still want to go to an after party, that's the place to go. And there will be live music at all three of those places. Again, more local artists playing at all three of those places. That's what both I like nights. about the uh, block party both nights is that you're introducing a bunch of uh, artists that maybe you wouldn't have heard of otherwise, giving them an opportunity, a, a platform for them to play? I hope so. I, I Well, I know so, and I've just asked each one of them to bring their A game. All right. So. All right. Well, they better, because there's going to be a lot of people down there in the Oklahoma Smoke Show. Even if you don't have tickets to see uh, Zach tonight, you could win tickets. We're giving away uh, 98.5 The Bull. You guys can register if you want to, if you don't have tickets to your own son's show right now. Yeah. Um, you, could win, you could win some tickets. Uh, just look for the Bull table or tent at the Oklahoma Smoke Show just outside of the BOK this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon, drawing at 6 p.m. And uh, dress appropriately, because you might actually get into the show tonight. Yes, come prepared. All right. Well, thank There's you. There's no problem. It's like 100 degrees. How are we going to prepare? It's going to be a wild weekend, and uh, we couldn't be more excited. I think everybody's super excited about this. And thank you guys for the time, and we'll see you there. Um, Zach Bryan's dad is going to be emceeing this whole thing, the Oklahoma Smoke Show, starting at 4 o'clock. Thanks for uh, coming in, guys. Yes, sir. Thank you.